Now you can find, listen and subscribe to Chilling with Jens and the local Danfoss Climate Solution podcast in your RevTools app. Download it from danfoss.com. Service and support. Downloads. Hi, I'm Jens Andersen from Danfoss Climate Solution. Our colleagues attending Chilventa 2022 are first had witnesses to one of the largest trade shows for the cooling business. And in this podcast, I'm interviewing four of the colleagues about their views and impressions of the many exhibits, the news within the cooling and heat pump business, including also the on-site presentations that they witnessed during the three-day visit at the trade fair. I talked to Jörg Saar, Global Applications Manager, Jöran Buru, Sales Manager, Industrial Refederation, Morten Skovrup, Global Applications Expert, Industrial Cooling, and Mark Seva, also Global Applications, but for food retail. Hi, Jörg. Hope you're coming good out of, of uh, Chilventa this year. Uh, how was your impression of... Uh, Chilventa. I know you have been, you have seen quite a few IKKs in Chilventa over the many years. So, what is your impression of of this year's 2022, uh, the, the the fair this year? Hello, Jens. Yes, um, Chilventa 2022. I came good out of that, Chilventa. <laughs> thanks. Yeah. Well, um, the the impression, and I think I can share that, or many many visitors share that same same approach it was good to have that opportunity again to to talk to others uh, in the refrigeration and air conditioning industry really face to face again and and have a personal discussion after such a long time where that was a bit limited and that's probably why there were quite some some visitors on the fair so you've you've seen that the fair was busy and and that was really much appreciated that there is this possibility to talk to people and and to see something to exchange information to to somehow work on your your network again and and stabilize that network yeah yeah it's 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 been a while i mean it's like what is it six years since last yeah, I mean, Chilventa is every second year, and then yeah. one was was not as a face to face. Yeah. So that's oh, yeah. that's um, if if we if we take the the time that you had to wait to to see some people, that that was quite a while. Yeah, I think that was four years or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I haven't counted, but yes, um, it it was really appreciated that that you had the possibility to to talk to people again yeah yes absolutely right uh, about the danfoss booth i mean uh from what i have seen the danfoss booth is always uh, attracting attention uh i guess that was the same this year yes that was the same this year so the booth the danfoss booth was really crowded there were quite some customers on on that booth. What I cannot do is to compare that to 
to others at Chilventa. And the reason is very simple. I didn't have the time to get away from the Danfoss booth because <laughs> I've been talking to customers all the time on, yeah. on the booth. So yeah. I, I, I have not seen um, anything else but the Danfoss booth. And and that already shows you that it was quite crowded. Yeah, so we, we had quite some some customers there and, and really good discussions. And that's why we've been there to be able to talk to customers. Yeah, sure. Um... I know one of the themes that you have been sort of uh, uh, taking care of has been uh, heat pumps. Uh, can you tell us a bit more about that? I presume it's something more than just the residential heat pumps that you have been looking into. Oh, yes. I mean, heat, heat pumps is now, now a set topic, if, if you want to put it like that. Every, Everybody is is aware that heat pumps are are really the major solution when it comes to to changing the energy supply for heat or changing the heating area in general. So heat pumps is is a really big topic all over the place, mm. and that means transporting heat from one temperature level to another. And that's what we we've we've always done with refrigeration systems, right? We we always took heat at a lower level, and put it to a higher level. Mm. If if we talk about cooling only, then it is kind of to throw that heat away mm. at the higher temperature level, and we had a focus on the lower temperature level. Or in other words, we've been looking at throwing heat away as efficient as possible. Now we want to use that heat as efficient as possible as well and and heat pumps is really the the topic that that is um, kind of in the fabric of of the whole chilventa everywhere you could you could feel that mm. and coming to your question about residential or smaller commercial heat pumps yes that they are set that, that that's that's given and it develops a lot into into other types of heat pumps, large heat pumps, for example, where we talk about megawatts of heating capacity, mm -hmm. heat pumps with higher temperatures that provide the possibility to to produce even steam, mm. for example, for industrial purposes, or at least really high temperatures for for industrial processes and so on. So that's there's quite a lot going on, and. Then before Chilventa, a day before Chilventa, there was the Congress. And one of the big topics there was heat pumps as well, where you could really interest, you could get really interesting examples about large heat pumps, examples that, that are realized and ideas what is going to be built very soon. And then um, examples of, of higher of heat pumps for for higher temperatures there as well, so that there was really that congress which which focused a lot on on heat pumps. Yeah, yeah, I get it. It's a uh, it's a hot topic. Yeah, uh, indeed. Yes. Uh, apart from heat pumps, etc. Did did you have any sort of uh, impression of which of or any particular 
components done for components that were say more interesting for the audience uh, than others well of course i can only speak from my limited yeah. personal experience so yeah. so customers i have been talking to other colleagues might might have been talking uh, about other topics i don't know that exactly um. what generated quite some some interest where two products around CO2 or for the refrigerant CO2. One is the Danfoss condensing unit, ICO2 condensing unit for CO2. And the other one, which which generated even a lot more, more enthusiasm um, sometimes, was the thermostatic expansion valve for CO2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the first CO2 expansion valve, the first thermostatic CO2 expansion valve in in the market. And that generated really a lot of ideas from customers where they said, well, uh, can I use it for this and that? And yeah, it's it's a thermostatic expansion valve. You can you can use it there. And it's it simply is a is a really good match for a condensing unit so that that you have a smaller commercial refrigeration system where where you go for the thermostatic valve and and have a a setup as you know it today so you don't necessarily need to go for an electric expansion valve which which has more components is a bit more difficult to set up and so on but you can go for the for the yeah i wouldn't say simple because a thermostatic valve is a sophisticated thing as well but it's simple to use thermostatic yeah. expansion valve even on the refrigerant co2 yeah it's 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 a known technology so to speak it's a known technology yeah mm. uh, however j- just to to or not however uh, and and in addition uh, just to mention that again as well co2 and heat recovery so using the co2 oh, yeah. system as a heat pump or mm. using the supermarket as a heat pump is quite a topic as well so everybody looks into that as well and then um, there was that heat recovery unit and and uh, there was quite some interest on that as well how to make a system that takes out the heat in an efficient way and then still keep the efficiency of the of the refrigeration system as high as possible the combined efficiency of cooling and heating is is of course is of course really great because you you get you get two uses out of your electricity you put into your refrigeration system you get cooling and heating yeah yeah you yeah uh, that's that's in itself actually fantastic and a good idea and actually in in if you if you think about it it's 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 quite logic i mean instead of of just throwing away heat like you said before well why not use it so exactly. yeah yeah exactly yeah, exactly um any other topics that you uh sort of had uh to cover during your uh stay at childenta uh, yeah you can feel that that there is this discussion going on about the F-gas regulation. I mean, everybody knows the F-gas regulation, which requires the whole 
the whole trade to go for other refrigerants and to reduce the, the global warming impact of the refrigerants we are using. And at the moment, there is this evaluation going on whether the FGAS regulation should be modified or not. And that is already written in the existing regulation that this evaluation has to be done. And the expectation is that that it gets a, a bit more strict on, on some points, which means we need to go down in, in the global warming potential of refrigerants, that we need to reuse refrigerants with even lower global warming effect. And there, there were quite some discussions about that, where customers now um, think about what they what they need to do in, in, in the future. Even applications where in the past everybody said, yeah, but we probably stay at non-flammable refrigerants. They feel a pressure to, to think about refrigerants that are somewhat flammable, whether they are A2L or even A3. Um, that's, that's still an open question, but quite often that's, that's the solution um, for certain applications, which will see an additional pressure to go even further down in GWP values of the refrigerants used. And you, you could really feel that that there are quite some questions like, yeah, but what do I need to do then? And and are there components available? Are there solutions available? What about regulations? Is there anything I need to follow? Are there any 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 options I have? That's those questions were discussed quite a bit as well. Yeah. 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 It's it's um... It's a sort of a, 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 a change into something that uh, people may not be 100% uh, familiar with, let me put it that way, that you actually need to, to consider uh, different refrigerants, et cetera. That's, that's a great thing. But thank you so much, Jörg. You're welcome, and thank you. Hi, Joran. How are you doing? I'm fine, thanks. What, uh, what about you, Jens? I'm also doing great, thank you. Um, Joran, you've been uh, to Chilventa um, this year, but you've also been to Chilventa uh, quite a few times before that. Um, yes. If you compare this year's Chilventa with what you've seen before, what would you say has been the sort of uh, major impression that you've got from 2022 Chilventa? Yeah, that is a, what can I say, a very good question, actually. Uh, what I have seen is, you know, CO2 is, uh, for some years ago, it had been a lot of focus on CO2. What we can see now, it's it's even more focus than it was in the past. It's uh, now it's a part of our uh, daily, what can I say, way of speaking about refrigeration and technology. Uh, people are not so curious about that is something new. That is actually something that we have today, that we are working with today. It's a part of our daily work. There is more experience uh, between our customers than it was in the past. They have also, what can I say, a little more advanced 
questions, if I can say that, uh, compared to as it was in the beginning, because in the beginning, now I'm talking about uh, CO2. In the beginning, when we started to launch products and technology about CO2, they was more curious. Now they come back with the actually, uh, if I can say, advanced questions, if I can say it in that way. So we can see that things have changed. Uh, customers are more uh, familiar with uh, our products, our technology, how to run a cascade plant, how to run a transcritical plant, and how to, what can I say, build uh, plants and uh, work with technology that is uh, CO2 is a part of. And if I go back in time, it was not on the same level. It was all, it was questions, but it was more, what can I say, curious. They was more curious. What is this? Yeah. Uh, what do you expect? Uh, but now we can see, yeah, it's like, a, as we say here in, in, in the Nordic countries, it's a snowball that is, that is rolling. It's get bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, Jörg, your corner of interest, what, what is that? Is that a CO2 or do you have your own tiny little speciality? Uh, oh, I'm a ammonia man. I You're ammonia, say, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I, I'm, what can I say, I'm grown up with ammonia. Yeah. That is what I've been working with for more than 20 years, 25 years. It's, it's ammonia. But of course, uh, if you look at a, a cascade, system when you have co2 on freeze and you have ammonia on the top i think that is maybe one of the best combination you can have if you want to save some energy and uh, run something in a green in a green way so uh, so i am not what can i say uh, that i think ammonia is only the refrigerant that is what can I say useful of course, you have you need to find the refrigerants that is you have to use for the, the purpose or, or the, the application because the, there is no one size fits all solution in our business. So uh, and I think that is also what is making making it so uh, so interesting. That is a lot of different kind of technology that we have to combine to get the best results of what we are working with, because when you're working with applications and things that is is not on the same temperature we have from for example minus 40 if you have to want to have the perfect uh, salmon that is freezed in a perfect way but if you're going to cool at that data center minus 40 is not so interesting actually okay. so uh, so uh, so so i am what can i say open for for also other things than only ammonia it's depend on what 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 do we want to do what is what are we working with and then we have to find the best solution for that yeah yeah i see so uh, if 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 we look at uh, well it's it's maybe uh, pretty obvious but still if we look at at the danfoss spoof at chilventa what would you say gathered the most interest for the uh, visitors what was the most interesting thing you present there yeah it's depend on uh, who the customer was because I have been in contact with customers that was interesting in the CO2, uh, this T2 valve, or yeah, and also customers that was really interesting in the purchaser. They came to our boot or stand only to to look at the purchaser. So and I think that is our 
what can I say, that makes Danfoss uh, great is that we have a wide product range. We can cover the most of the activities that is going on in 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 uh, in our refrigeration business. And when we know that it's not possible to live a, a modern life without our technology. Yeah. So uh, now it's actually it's depend on the customer. Uh, yeah. Jans. Mm. It's uh, what need they have. Yeah, of course it does. So it's, it's, it's not so easy to point at actually one thing. But of course, a lot of it, it's it's uh, CO2 uh, driven and it's also driven as uh, what is a good alternative for the environment and also for the future. Mm. Low so, yeah. GVP uh, value and things like that they are asking for. Yeah. Natural yeah. reference and yeah, yeah. focus on on uh, on uh, yeah what is uh, what is uh, what will the future bring? Yeah. What does Danfoss think is the future? Yeah, that's a that's a good question, by the way. But uh, yeah, things are happening. At least we know that. Um, Joran, did you have time to uh, to get away from Danfoss, the Danfoss booth, and see something else than just Danfoss? Uh, no, <laughs> that is, that is uh, actually uh, it was quite busy. Yeah. Uh, we have a dedicated time that we should be uh, understand, but yeah. that is not possible to follow actually, because when you are there with some customers, other customers is waiting to find uh, what can I say opportunity to have a chat or a talk with you. So, uh, so uh, I didn't actually uh, see so much from from other. Uh, now. So, uh, but of course, that is also important to see what our other companies are doing. So, uh, because uh, we know that we are investing a lot of time and money in in new technology in Danfoss, but of course, other companies also doing that. Yeah. So, I will not say that 100% of what we're doing in Danfoss is the correct way to, to to face the future. Of course, we we also have something to to learn and we have also hopefully something we can learn them so uh, i have seen also people from our other stands that was into our uh, boot or stand and i also talked with a few of them so of course they are also curious about what we are doing yeah. and of course that that is a what can I say a natural way of acting as a human being yeah of course we are also a little curious but sorry but i couldn't find time to to look at what is going on Joran, were there any other sort of topics that you've uh, discussed chatted with your uh, visitors um, about that you you found interesting apart from co2 and so on yeah it's uh, high temperature heat pumps ah, yeah it's uh, also, of course, uh, important. Is it? It have been important, and it's maybe more important now than it's uh, and the more focus than it have been in the past. I think the most of the business they are a little yeah, worried, if I can can use a word like that, because uh, if com is countries as Germany. France, these, these large European countries, they are really invest money and time to build a lot of industrial heat pumps. They also need some parts and components. Yeah. 
yeah, and uh, also we can also see the the companies that is working in the fish farming industry, fisheries, and the fish farming. They are also in a business that is growing. So if our supplier suppliers and also Danfoss as a supplier and also companies that we are cooperating with, we see how difficult the delivery situation is today. Yeah. Mm. And I think that is also something that is worried our customers and partners that if they now start to have a lot of focus on building a lot of high temperature heat pumps, they also need compressors, evaporators, condensers, controls, wells, yeah, you know, yeah. a lot. And what will happen then? Can we actually uh, produce more than we to, to do today? Can we switch over to produce 10, 20%, 30% more in the next half year, next year? That is actually a very, very difficult answer. And but I understand the question, and I also understand the worries that yeah, that's the, yeah. what they have because a growing business as also the fish farming industry. If you have to start to compete against, and we know the the energy situation in Europe also. Mm, of course, yeah. we understand it's very difficult. So now we are maybe ending up that we are actually competing against each other about the components. That maybe also will squeeze the prices. Not down, of course, but up. It yeah. will, yeah. So, uh, but maybe in in one year, Jens. Next year, on this time, we can maybe have a new chat and see what the situation is is then. Because actually, now we don't know. But this is what customers are actually worried about. What yeah. about the coming project that we have today? We are struggling with the parts, the components, and now we are running into also all these heat pump and questions about heat pumps, and also companies that is more or less only working with heat pumps, they can confirm that they never seen this activity before. Yeah. And when they can confirm it, then we yeah. understand something is going on. Yeah. Thank you so much, Jörg. That was great talking to you again. And yeah. uh, thank you, Sam. Yes. I'll give you a call another day so we can keep chatting. Yes, let's do. Good. Hi, Martin. Thank you for your time. Welcome. And how are you doing these days? I'm doing fine. Doing fine. And you also are one of the lucky ones who survived Chilventa this year. Barely, barely, yes. <laughs> okay. Um, you've seen a few Chilventas, I guess, uh, yeah, over the many years. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, like I've asked the others, how would this one, the 2022, uh, differ from the previous uh, Chilventas? How do you see that? Yeah, I think you probably got the same answers from for for the other guys. Also, the the the, the biggest difference was that this was the first Chilventa after Corona. So. There was a there was a big urge from for, for people to come and meet each other. I think that is the main thing. Simply that uh, that uh, even though you excellence and in in these online tools, meetings, podcasts, whatever, um, there's there's some basic human need for for actually pressing each other's hands and saying hi. Yeah. 
and and, and that, I think that was uh, that was big, probably the biggest thing uh, at this year's sales event. A lot of people. Um, I spent a lot of time on the Danfoss booth, and there was uh, filled with customers at all time, um, asking questions from the tiniest detail to what we are going to do in the future. So, so, so in that sense, it was uh, it it was uh, it was it was a lot about meeting each other. I think talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the face to face. Face to face. Yeah. It it and I mean that's what we've been missing for a few years now. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Um, Morton, what what would be your corner of interest if I can formulate it that way? Yeah, that um, that would be applications. Um, okay, the the systems our our components are used in. Uh, that is mainly my interest, uh, um, ranging from uh, yeah, but probably not the smallest systems, but from from going from yeah racks of, uh, of, of 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 small sizes up to to big industrial big industrial systems. I think that is at least that is what I was looking at when I was walking around. Uh, not that I didn't see. Uh, see all, all the small stuff also because it was there there was a lot of people demonstrating it uh, but uh, but that was mainly what i was i was looking at um, uh, and uh, now the next question could then be was well, so so was there anything new or <laughs> and uh, I, I think uh, probably there's this uh, two or three things that I noticed. One is uh, if we if we take it the systems by size, uh, the small systems first, uh, small commercial systems, a lot of heat pumps, a lot of propane. I think there is absolutely no doubt that uh, residential heat pumps that will be propane in the future. Period. Um, there might be areas around the world where they are kind of kind of lag a lag a bit after. After Europe, but all manufacturers seem to have an interest in going that direction, and it's natural because propane is an excellent refrigerant. Uh, it uh, pretty much outcompetes uh, the rest of them, especially for small heat pumps. So, so there's no reason to go for it, and the f- the the charge is low. So, yeah, that, that's that's the way it is. It it makes sense uh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, if there was something new. On the, the stands, it was uh, it was all about natural refrigerants. That that was the flag thing. Uh, less uh, less, I think, uh, about uh, HFOs, HOL refrigerants, low GVP refrigerants. Um, it seems that it looks at looked as if there was a trend towards natural refrigerants in general. I think um, when when they when they were flagging green, uh, it was actually also green, which was inside. That, that, in general. Yeah. If you if you then move up in sizes of the systems, then uh, there's been some years where people have searched for solutions and more. Uh, 
uh, yeah, there's been been a lot of system solutions, application solutions, trying mm. to figure out how to do stuff. And it seems like it's as, as if it has uh, matured, uh, that the systems are are being uh, uh, well designed. Uh, it looked like it looks like finished systems, right? It's not um, we have tried this and now we tried this. It's, it seems like the concepts are more and more getting in place when you mm. talk about racks for supermarkets and larger systems. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so, so that's that. That's basically, I, f- I think, what uh, what uh, what uh, what I was noticing. Yeah. The the evolution has gone this far. That's that. It's it's a uh, it's systems now that we know very well. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's racks and it's uh, and people are building. Of course, there will always be modification, small good ideas and stuff that people do. But in general, it seems like uh, like they have found the pattern, pattern. Yeah. So 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 the, the way to build stuff. Yeah. So you got the time to sort of uh, yeah well take your time and and walk through the different halls and so on. Uh, <laughs> it's a big place. <laughs> I it is say, indeed. Yeah. I would I would definitely not say that I've seen it all. Uh, no. The, that that that's that's impossible. But uh, or at least if you're not spent. Two three days just just taking your time. I um, I only had, well, a little more than half a day to to mm. walk through, and uh, I definitely didn't see it all. That's for sure. Oh, so. well. Well, if 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 we look at what happened at the Danfoss booth, mm-hmm. uh, can you then, or what what do you think was catching the most interest? Um, I, w- I was mainly spending time around the 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 the, the industrial part of our, our booth, uh, the industrial side of it, um, because I was I was looking after also cool selector and uh, our calculation tools. If somebody had questions for that, but what I, what I did notice was this: there was a lot of interest in our uh, CO2 condensing units. Uh, both the, the the five kilowatts that uh, we had on display, but also the twenty kilowatt that uh, we we didn't bring, but uh, we had material to show show customers. Uh, then we launched the CO2 uh, uh, TXV thermostatic expansion valve, that also caught a lot of interest. Um, so so, at least that that is that is that is what I what I did see, and then also from. In general, the food retail area, we were bringing Alsense, the the sort of uh, the top layer of uh, of, of uh, or the cloud layer, you could say, of the the system controls, um, and that was I think that was also catching a lot of attention. Um, on the on the industrial refrigeration side, we were having a, a stand uh, presenting our uh, heat exchanges, uh, the semi welded the uh, Ammonia heat exchanges, or just heat exchanges, plate heat exchanges, right? That that we have, we are having a a system showing a, a, a high pressure control, or showing how it could be done, um, which which we're having a lot of interest. And then we were bringing a complete new series of uh, of um, uh, high pressure industrial size valves and high pressure that is 140 bar valves we had uh, filters we had stop valves we had control valves uh, controllers haven't been released yet but they are they are being released uh, soon uh, 
and we have uh, had the uh, industrial size ejector also, uh, a new industrial size ejector concept, um, and that that also caught a lot of attention. Uh, so transcritical CO2 done the industrial way. That was uh, that was uh, um, yeah catching uh, quite a bit of of of, of attention from people. Mm, interesting, yeah. Mm -hmm. See. Um, what is your sense, your feeling about the discussions sort of going on uh, in in the branch, the business? What 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 trends do you see? Where I mean, if I am to ask you the question that many has asked uh, our Danfoss colleagues, what way are we going? What would mm. you answer? Now oh, we're going. <laughs> we're go hopefully we're going in 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 diff many different ways um, because that is what is will be required from us. Um, of course, we still have the complete product program. We have uh, for for A to L refrigerants uh, uh, and low GVP. Low GVP. That is no question. That that is that is where everybody is going. And then uh, it's it's basically a, a matter of are you choosing the HFOs and the low and the blends, or are you choosing CO2, propane, uh, hydrocarbons, ammonia, right? And, and definitely Danfoss will be covering everything um, also in the future. Um, I would say that uh, what what I what I do think will increase, and something that is 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 probably not or hasn't been. As much in our our viewpoint, you could say uh, in the past as it is right now. That is the hydrocarbons. They are coming, not just for residential heat pumps, uh, as we just talked about uh, a few seconds ago, but also for for larger systems. Um, when you also for high temperature heat pumps, no doubt hydrocarbons will be flying in. Uh, also uh, in larger systems. So, um, so there will be issues to handle application-wise, components-wise. It's probably not that big a big a deal. Uh, depending on on temperatures, we have uh, our our normal temperature range for for commercial stuff is around 100 degrees. For industrial stuff, we go to 150, and basically we would like to raise the temperatures to 200 degrees. And on the heat pump side, and that is a challenge, but that's something that um, hopefully we'll be able to solve. But uh, together with the 200 degrees, the hydrocarbons follows along, and uh, that means flammability issues. It means uh, application issues that uh, that you have to solve. Uh, but it's in, by no means it's not something that can be handled. It can be handled, and and we will be able to handle it. Uh, but it's a challenge both for Danfoss as a component manufacturer, uh, but also a subsystem manufacturer, you could say, but uh, definitely also for the installers and for, for contractors, how to handle uh, flammability issues. That will be that'll be something that we will discuss a lot in the years to come, I think. Yeah, yeah. So if, if I'm one of the guys in the white vans driving around, so yeah. the, first, the first thing I should do yeah, is put out the cigarette, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is the first thing. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, and and there's many good reasons for that, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that. Uh, but don't 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 smoke while you while you're installing, right? 
uh, <laughs> but I don't think I don't think that that is in large not different from from uh, from other refrigerants. You shouldn't you shouldn't have uh, have heat sources that close to any of the refrigerants. They'll decompose and create uh, strange things that are not good for you to inhale. So yeah, you shouldn't yeah. do that anyway. But no. but 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 there's things that you need to you need to think about. You need to think in a different way, right? How do you actually how do you maintain a, a, a propane system? If you have something with 20 kilograms of propane, how do you do that? Yeah. Uh, if, or if you have an industrial system of several uh, uh, hundreds of kilowatts, how do you do that? Normally, you 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 are able to to disassemble things while the system is still running, maintaining valve stuff, things like that. Probably you won't be able to, or and a lot of times you won't be able to do that. You need to basically take off electricity when you do maintenance. You need to handle it carefully. Yeah. Uh, but, and it's it's something that, well, it needs training for a lot of people, but uh, can be managed. Sure, sure. I mean, the business has been, Working with uh, funny chemicals for for years, anyway. So yeah, another type would wouldn't make the big difference, I guess. Uh, there are some things you need to take care of, right? We are approaching more and more the way that uh, chemical engineers, process engineers think, right? Mm. Um, a refrigeration system is gonna go in that direction, at sure. least for 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 the large ones. Yeah. Yeah, but see. that's the way it is. That's the way it is. Um, but uh, thank you so much, Morten, for your time and mm -hmm. your valuable inputs. Hi, Mark. How are you doing? Fine. Super. <laughs> that's good. Thank you. Um, Mark, you've uh, seen quite a few chill ventas over the uh, yeah many years. Um, if you compare this year's Chilventa with uh, what you have seen before, what has actually caught your attention? Your uh, what has made the, the 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 biggest impression of you this this year? There was uh, two years in between uh, last Chilventa, and uh, it looks like during these four years. Uh, yeah, the the transformation of the market uh, is now complete. So uh, there is no any more discussion about any synthetic refrigerants. So it's dominating uh, CO2 uh, in refrigeration applications and uh, yeah, propane systems uh, mostly on, on air conditioning, heat pump applications. I didn't notice uh, so much uh, semi-plug-in solutions. Actually, I didn't notice any solution, okay. but could be that I didn't notice. I, I mean, it's, it's impossible to see everything, but the CO2 is dominating. This is my impression. Yeah, see. Uh, there were a lot of uh, new products to be presented. Uh, I mean, uh, during these four years, company developed new products also we uh, presented uh, new products a lot of them uh, 
what else? Uh, compressors are becoming bigger and bigger, which is aligned with our effort to produce bigger and bigger valves for such systems. Yeah. Talking about uh, industrial refrigeration program, CO2 yeah. program. Mm. Um, Mark, um, just just uh, to to sort of make a statement, what is your main focus, your speciality? What 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 are you mostly uh, working with, dealing with uh, in refrigeration? CO2 systems. CO2 systems, yeah, I see. And within food retail, I presume. And industrial refrigeration. Also in, okay. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> components like uh, mechanical components, let's say, but also electronics and uh, developing new algorithms. Yeah. What we need okay. to do. Yeah. yeah. For controlling, of course. Yes. Um, usually Danfoss, the Danforth booth is attracting quite some in, uh, attention. Uh, I presume that has been the same uh, this year as well as all the yes. other years. Yeah, it's one of the most crowded uh, stand. Yeah. Were there any of our uh, products or applications that uh, caught more interest than others? It's hard for me to say. I was more uh, on one corner of our stand. Uh, I mean, uh, food retail and condensing unit were in that part. So, uh, yeah, it was from time to time very crowded. Right. Uh, so, so you did have time to sort of do a walkabout, as I call it. That is to see the other exhibitors, what what they have uh, shown. Yes. So uh, any taking time to go around to see. Yeah. Any any uh, did you get sort of a, a sense of a, a trend? Are there any uh, sort of particular trend that goes through the the business these days? Except you said you said the natural refrigerants, yes. But but apart from that. Anything else that sort of struck you as a uh, a main theme? It was, it was just confirmation. Systems are becoming bigger and bigger. Yeah. Components are bigger and bigger. Uh, yeah. There are there are different disjector solutions on the market, so we are not alone. Mm. And this is all what we know. Uh, there is also a company energy recovery coming with the pressure uh, pressure exchanger device. Yeah. Uh, so uh, systems becoming bigger and bigger. Uh, concerning this mechanical expansion well for those customers who uh, had a chance to to to, to see this uh, valve, which was standing. Uh, uh, they were so surprised uh, that we did this uh, valve. Because as I said, Nobody else did it, so we we are the first one. Yeah. Uh, what else? So this is uh, for the smaller systems focus to yeah. decrease uh, the cost for the small systems. What else? How about the heat recovery unit? Was that uh, at all presented or? Yeah, it was presented. It was on this corner uh, together 
I mean, yeah. the area of uh, food retail. Uh, yes, there was a lot of uh, discussion around this unit. Uh, uh, potential customers uh, were very interested in this. Some of them are saying, oh, this is so simple. Uh, we can do this at home. Uh, and I said, okay, <laughs> you can do it, of course. Uh, we know why, why our is better and why we are doing this. So just to tell you, I was also presenting on this Congress uh, on Thursday our case story uh, regarding this Denmark uh, supermarket Manu. Uh, the results, what colleagues uh, did uh, this energy trim and then uh, they applied this uh, heat recovery unit and savings what they achieved using this solution. Um, any other particular, any uh, thing that struck you as, as uh, interesting uh, discussions with with potential customers or visitors at the booth. Anything that you, you sort of uh, that stood out, so to speak. No, <laughs> no. Okay. Really, uh, no surprises. I mean, no. Uh, no. How uh, about the how about the CO two uh, ICO two uh, condensing unit? Was that sort of gathering interest as well? I will say yes, uh, but I was not. Uh, it was next to to my stand duty area, so I saw a lot of people uh, coming there and and uh, also. Mark, uh, but uh, thank you so much, Mark, uh, for your uh, time. Okay, and You're welcome. Uh, thank you for listening in on this podcast. Please give us your feedback on chilling with Jens in one word at stanfors.com. And as usual, stay cool and above all, stay safe.